0: When you go back to a narcissist, when you when you pick up that phone and you say, hey, I'm going to unblock them and I'm going to contact them, you need to look at that 25 list and say, as I'm looking at this list, I am signing my life away saying I am okay for all the abuse that happened before to happen again. How do you stop going back? to that toxic person. Because if you've been in a toxic relationship, if you've been involved with a narcissist or a sociopath or a psychopath, and you've gotten free, and then you've wound up being back in their life or having them move back in with you or different things that have happened, you're all of a sudden like, wait, how did I even get here? But also, how do I stop doing this? Because over a period of time, you'll discover a cycle that happens, not just with the narcissist, there's a whole aspect of that, but with you going back or getting sucked back into that relationship. A lot of times when you're with a narcissist, you'll break up with them five times, 20 times, 30 times, a hundred times in that relationship, and then you'll still go back. And sometimes this confuses a lot of people of like, why in the world am I going back? How does this make sense in my head? I know I don't want to be with this person. I know I don't want to be interacting with them. I know they're not healthy. They bring out my anxiety. They bring out frustration. They bring out reactive abuse. They bring out all this stuff that I know is not healthy, but how do I stop it? How do I stop going back? If you guys are new here, my name is Ben Taylor. I'm a self-aware narcissist on this platform to try to help people have awareness about what narcissism is and then also heal, grow, and change. I do that on all the different platforms. If you don't follow TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, LinkedIn, follow us on all of those. Just look at Brawl Motivations. If you're listening to the podcast, thanks so much. Like, rate, review, share. Just give a shout out because people need to know more about what's going on on Amazon Music, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Under Raw Motivations. If you want to hear from the wife's perspective, brand new podcast that we just launched just the other week, brand new pos- podcast called Trauma, Drama, and Life. That's myself, Ben Taylor, and my wife, Kayla Taylor, or just our perspective of going through life's journey. You get kind of like an inside scoop to some of the things going on in our life, but also us telling about our story. Us telling about what transpired in the relationship. Also telling about uh, one of the ones episodes that came out just recently was the idea of going to counseling with the narcissist, the pitfalls of that, and how it's really awful why we suggest don't go to counseling with the narcissist. Whole lot of things are in there. So check it out. Trauma, drama, and life. Brand new podcast so that you can hear from the wife's perspective as we both sit down and discuss our lives with you. Okay? Episodes come out weekly with that. If you guys haven't had a chance to check out the NARC app, go to narcapp.com. Narcapp.com stands for Narcissistic Abuse Recovery Community. It's a community of like-minded people to help you heal, grow, and change. We've got coaches on there that are helping people grow, heal, and change through various programs, through courses, through exercises, through accountability, through encouragement, all different types of things to help you progress moving forward to get out of that trauma bond, to get out from the rumination and to focus on how you heal, how you grow and how you change moving forward down the road. So check that out. NarcApp.com. Make sure you log in so you can sign up for our weekly lives or our monthly coaching. where you are able to log in, see other survivors, interact with them, develop friendships and community that you're not able to have with some of the people around you that don't understand the craziness that you're going through. So check that out. We want to try to be able to provide clarity in the midst of the confusion of everything that's happening in your life. If you want to talk to me one-on-one, answer questions, validate, work through the trauma bond, rumination, and setting up boundaries, go to rawmotivations.com. We'd love to talk to you there. Anyways, diving in, how do we actually stop going back? Because a lot of times you'll be with a narcissist and you'll break up and you'll be like, that's it. I'm done. No more. I'm out of here. And then all of a sudden you find yourself back in that relationship two weeks later and you're like, how did I even get here? You see, a lot of narcissists are known for being able to pull you back into toxicity, to be able to suck you back in into that relationship that you know is not beneficial for you, not beneficial for your health, for your mental state, for your emotional, like up and down, the insecurity, the idealization, the devaluation. They're known for that. A lot of times when we talk about them sucking you back in, we'll use the word Hoover, just like the vacuum, suck you back in Hoover. They Hoover you back in. They get you back into a toxic environment and a toxic relationship. And you're like, I don't even understand how I got here. This is why a lot of times when we talk about going no contact, it's very key and it's very clear to go no contact because you're going no contact with oftentimes people who are very adept at manipulating your emotions, your feelings, your desires, and manufacturing things so that you come back thinking that's the only place you can get validation, that you can get security. We're going to talk about a couple of things today. One of the things to help you stop going back to the narcissist is just this. It's a simple truth. And that's all it is. It's the truth, the truth of the relationship, the truth of what's actually happening, because you realize the truth is what's going to set you free from that toxic relationship. The truth is what sets you free from actually thinking that there might be something there. When people want to go back, they're typically thinking one of four things. First, one is you think that something is there. You think that there is love there. You think that there's amazing part to this person that you're like, I just want to interact with. I just want to be with them. And you think that maybe this person actually has the love that they've been saying because they've been saying it for so long. Regardless of the abuse, regardless of what they said, regardless of what they actually did or demonstrated in the relationship, I still think there's something there. And that hope keeps you coming back for more. That possibility of it actually being there, keeps you coming back for more. Instead of viewing the truth and the facts of the situation, that says there's not anything there because it's been a consistent demonstration over time that it hasn't happened. So times you think that something is there. Number two, you think that they care. That's the reality. A lot of times you go back to a narcissistic relationship because you think that they care about you. And if they're a narcissist, they do not. Harsh reality, that's the truth. They care about their mask, they care about their image, and they care about controlling anyone around them to be able to support that mask, to be able to support that image, to look good, to have high status, to have money, to have reputation, whatever it might be. It's all about that mask. They don't care about you. You're an appliance to the things that they want to do in life. So you think that someone's there, you think that they care, and you think that they change. Huge one. Huge one that sucks you back in every single time is they come back to you and you're like, hey, I've changed so much. I've worked on all this stuff. I'm so much better. Like, trust me, like, let's get back together. And you get back together. And with two weeks to two months, everything falls apart. And you realize that there's been no change. There was just the facade of that to suck you back into that relationship. It's the third reason why you go back. The fourth reason a lot of times of why you go back is because you think that they're doing the work. And I kind of highlighted this a little bit because it's essential to see not just them saying that they're going to change, but then them also professing the change and actually doing the work at times. And you have to be really careful about this give you an example I was talking to somebody with one-on-one and the nurses reached back down they contacted them in the conversation the person was very clear we're never going to be together I don't want you in my life all that kind of stuff what they said in the moment though that was a slip-up is they communicated I don't want to be with you we're never going to be together like even if there, like there would have been a chance if you would have gone to therapy but like I don't want that like I don't want this they, they slipped a tiny little thing in the narcissist latched onto that instantly And called them two days later saying, hey, I just signed up for six months of therapy. Later, started dropping hints about wanting to be friends. Later, started dropping hints about wanting to be married. Everything. They will try to show you that they're doing the work when they're not. Or if they are, it is very manipulative in nature. And I had to be able to explain it to her and I had to be able to show her. Like, hey, him saying that he's going to get into therapy means that he's not actually really changing. Because if he actually wanted to work on himself, if he actually wanted to do the work, he would have been in therapy before he called you. And he would have been in therapy for six months to a year before he even reached out and contacted you because you already have broken it off several times. Thing is, a narcissist will leverage what you want to future fake you to keep you in that relationship a little bit longer or suck you back in. Here's the, uh, here's the reality about it. For everybody that's like, but you've changed, but other narcissists are out there, they're self-aware. Here's the thing. Stop looking to me for hope. Stop looking to me for hope in a dead-end situation that you have with another abuser that you're unwilling to face the truth because that's the reality. If you don't see on a day-to-day basis consistent change, honesty, and vulnerability, then leave the relationship because all you're doing is enabling it. Saying that, I know a lot of people are going to be pissed off and not like that but the truth is you have to get down and understand how these people are demonstrating it on a day-to-day basis because I would tell people I'm a good person and then I would go abuse. I would tell people I'm faithful to my wife and then I'd go cheat. Like In the relationship, I was giving advice to other married people about their relationship and about their issues with affairs and infidelity and stuff like that while I was doing it. A narcissist will do the same thing. The truth will help you see that you're not crazy, but you've been gaslit into believe a reality that doesn't exist. The truth will show you that you aren't abusive, but you've been put in a situation where you've had reactive abuse against that person. The truth also shows the abuse, and it helps you cut underneath the surface to understand how the narcissists distort, distract, and devalue you. To keep you under control. In those moments when you're tempted. In those moments of like, wait a second, I just want to contact them. I just want to go back to them. I just want to unblock them. I just, I need that. The one I want you to think of and I want you to set up a plan right here, right now. Okay? If you feel that way, if you feel like you want to go back to the narcissist and you want to contact them, I want to let you know, first and foremost, that's okay to think that. Totally okay. You don't have to shame yourself for thinking that, okay? It's not a bad or unreasonable thing, and it happens to a lot of people. The second thing is I want to give you permission to contact them, but first, before you're allowed to contact them, I want you to sit down at the table, take out a blank sheet of paper, put it down in front of you, and start writing out at minimum at least 25 things that they did wrong to you or abusive to you in that relationship. Sit down and write them all down, 25 things. And at the bottom of that paper, I want you to make a note and to sign your name. Because what you have to realize is when you go back to a narcissist, when you, when you pick up that phone and you say, hey, I'm going to unblock them and I'm going to contact them, you need to look at that 25 list and say, as I'm looking at this list, I am signing my life away saying I am okay for all the abuse that happened before to happen again. And I'm willingly acknowledging and signing up that I want that in my life. Because when you reach out to a narcissist, when you get sucked back in with the Hoover, that's what you're agreeing to do. Set up a plan to keep you free, understand the truth to set you free, and start to live a life that's changing the reality that you're looking at. Because a lot of that is fake. Based on what you're believing about the narcissist and not based on truth. The truth will set you free.